I want to get consistent sales, there is no way to go around it and skip doing those fundamentals that I have to do for my business. Welcome to Small Biz Babes Community Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping ambitious small business owners like you to gain clarity so you can grow a profitable and sustainable small business online. My name is Michaela. I'm a small European town gal with big dreams who moved to Canada, built a multi-six-figure business from living room floor, and now I'm here to give you the answers, the confidence, and the resources you need to create a business and life you love. No filter here. Get ready to dive deep into honest conversations and hear the truth. The failures, the successes, and practical advice from marketing, social media, to systems, mindsets, and habits. You leave feeling empowered and equipped with actionable steps that you can apply to your business and make your goals happen. Let's dive right in. Welcome to episode 19 of Small Biz Babes Community Podcast. In today's episode, we will talk about the changes I made to go from zero to 700,000 in revenue on Etsy. Now, this episode has a lot of specifics about selling on Etsy, but a lot of what we will cover today applies to selling pretty much anywhere online, no matter what you sell, because really the principles to getting sales online are the same. So if you are currently either planning to start a business or started a business and are not seeing traction that you'd like, stick around because I'm going to dive into three most important changes that has allowed me to go from pretty much failing small business where I could not get a sale a month to more sales than I could handle literally. Before we dive in, I want to mention that I did create a 5 Steps to Etsy Success, a free guide that you can download and dive in if you are trying to grow your Etsy shop. I'll leave a link for that in the show notes for you. All right, without further ado, let's dive right in. Let's start with a quick summary of my story in case you haven't listened to the first episode of Small Biz Babes Community Podcast. So you know, what am I talking about? All right. So in 2015, I immigrated to Canada and I've opened my very first Etsy shop, which was, I don't like to call it a failure, but it was a failure in a sense that I haven't earned anything from it besides of learning a whole bunch of lessons. Now... I was stuck in immigration process for four years where essentially I've explored anything and everything possible in a small business world, except of I didn't have an idea about how to run a business, how to market a business, and I just pretty much learned from my lessons and figured it out as I went along all the way until 2019 when I got married and I started to be really serious about making this business happen because I started to think about a family and different priorities in my life where I realized that if I'm not going to take this seriously, I am probably going to get stuck in some job that 
is not going to give me the life I want. So long story short, I took all of those lessons that I have learned over the years and made a plan and started a wedding gift business because we just got married and that was something that I knew how to make a wedding gift. I'm very crafty. I DIY wedding gifts for our wedding. And I started an Etsy shop, which ended up generating over 400,000 revenue in the first year without any social media marketing, which completely blew my mind and turned my life upside down. Now, (laughs) afterwards, I opened another Etsy shop and expanded to Shopify. And it was just a journey full of whirlwind. And when I started this community, actually, it started when I was helping other Etsy sellers to get sales, which made me reflect a lot on what actually happened. Like why, why this business worked and everything that I tried before didn't. So... When I have to summarize it to the most streamlined process, I would categorize it into three biggest changes that I have made when it came to building my wedding business and also Small Biz Babes community compared to anything that I have done before. So let's get to those. The number one, the biggest change was my change in a mindset. Whether I like to admit it or I don't like to admit it, the fact is that with all of my small business ventures that I was doing before, I was treating them like a hobby and I was expecting to have a result like a business. So what do I mean by that? The fact is that I never seem to find time or prioritize to do the hard things I had to do to make progress in my business. Whether that was actually sitting down and figuring out how to use keywords because it was too confusing and overwhelming for me, or whether that was sitting down and answering those questions like, who really is my ideal customer? Why would they buy from me? I thought that those things are just not fun and they don't relate to me because my business is too small. And instead, I was constantly just spending my time in a business which made me feel like I am working in my business, but I was really just working on the things that were easier or more fun or more exciting, but weren't moving me anywhere, such as like creating new graphics, updating my website, buying new packaging products, whatever it was, just so I didn't have to deal with things that I wasn't naturally good at. And don't get me wrong, there is absolutely nothing bad with working on those things or having your small business as a hobby. But if I want to get consistent sales, there is no way to go around it and skip doing those fundamentals that I have to do for my business. That is understanding my ideal market, whether I like it or not. It's learning how to market my products. It's a just start to being real about it, sitting down and doing the uncomfortable instead of just 
doing what I liked and then finding a random tip on Instagram, a random tip on YouTube and trying those different things that I found and then complaining, why am I not getting sales? Why nobody is buying my products? And I can tell you with a certainty why it wasn't because I was approaching it with this hobby-like mindset. I didn't have any plan and I didn't have any strategy. I was building my business on the hope and luck. And do you think that any of the successful businesses you know were built on the hope and luck and random tips? Absolutely not. And no wonder that I couldn't see the results because those random tips that are I was pulling from wherever I find it online, and this can be either you must improve your photography, you have to work on your keywords, right? So I would go on Sunday and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to fix my photos today. And then, oh, well, that didn't work. So I ended up being in this spiral of a frustration, but I didn't understand the big picture that a single thing of changing my photos isn't going to make a difference. A single thing of changing my keywords is not going to make a difference if I do not have a whole plan and choose my products based on a market research, do a competition research, understand my ideal customer, create my listings strategically based on the research I made, position my products smartly based on who is my ideal customer, and then choose my keywords based on who is my ideal customer, and then choose my product photography based on who is my ideal customer, and then create my marketing strategy based on that. So if I wasn't doing all of this in a unity and I was just trying one tip here, one tip there, of course it didn't play together, right? So to sum it up with this mindset change that I made, I guess the biggest thing for me was to realize that if I really want to grow a business and get sales, I have to treat it like a business in a way that I need to understand and learn things where I lack of as a business owner. And I need to put it in my calendar and commit myself that I'm going to do it and make time to apply it to my shop Instead of just constantly be a busy bee thinking that I am working on something in my business, but really I don't even know what I'm working on. All right, let's move on to the second change that I have made. And this one I categorized under products that I was selling itself. Now, I'm a little bit embarrassed to say it, but... I have a feeling that a lot of small business owners who are starting their business online, that they do the same mistake. So I'm just going to be very open about it. In my previous small business trials, I was trying to sell anything that I could make and I didn't really have my own concept. I was just looking at what everyone else is selling 
and creating my own sort of variation from it and expecting that, well, some of those things must stick because they are working for others. But I didn't realize that all of those businesses had their own concept. They had their own customer base. They had their own branding. And I was just a mishmash of a different things, which didn't fit into any niche. They weren't targeted to specific customer. And most certainly, I didn't have any unique selling proposition, which is essentially what you strategically choose on how you are going to be different than everyone else, which ended up for me just being the cheaper variation of best-selling products out there, which unfortunately just leads to the fact that there is so many other people selling what you sell who are already established, have tons of reviews, have customer base, and now I'm just this cheaper version of it, hoping that somebody will notice me and believing that they will buy from me because my product is a little bit cheaper. Now, that didn't work for many reasons. First of all, price isn't the only thing that people are looking at. And also, nobody could even find my product because there wasn't anything unique about it and there was so much competition So those best-selling or best-known products in the niche would always show up first. Those are the products that people know. So why would they go to someone who just came up with the same thing, right? I bet there are already other shops selling similar product to yours on Etsy. But how can you compete with them and get your products to show up in a search results for your customers? The answer is Everbe. I don't know how I ever try to sell products without doing market research with this powerful tool. I mean, isn't it defeating spending time and money creating products that no one buys? Everbe is a powerful tool that allows you to spy on your competitors, their best-selling products, including their exact tags, keywords, and the revenue estimates, so you can find gaps on the market and start creating upcoming trending products that Etsy shoppers are already looking for. No more wasting time creating oversaturated products that get lost in a search. Try Everbe for free and get your shop noticed by hopping on upcoming product trends early. I will leave a link to free trial of this powerful research tool in the show notes for you so you can be strategic about your next best-selling products or designs and choose based on research that you can literally do in a minute. When I was starting my wedding shop, I knew that I am not just going to do the same mistake, but I'm going to be really smart and give myself time to do research and choose what I'm going to sell strategically, create my own concept to keep everything unified and not just repeat what I see everyone else doing. Because first of all, if you start reading different blogs and if you start observing all of those successful businesses, 
you see that they all have their unique point on what they sell and how they enter the market. And then in the same time, when you start paying attention to all those shops that struggle, they all kind of look the same. You can't really figure out what makes them different, right? So uh, finding that differentiating factor and being smart about what I was going to sell was a big part of it. And it did make a huge difference because for the first time, instead of just selling whatever I wanted to sell, I let the market to tell me what people wanted uh, by doing a research and finding a best-selling products on the market that didn't have that much competition just yet, which allowed my products to be found in Etsy search in those first few pages because I wasn't competing with thousands of other sellers selling the same thing. All right, and when it comes to the third biggest change that I have made, that one I would categorize under action. I guess the biggest difference when it comes to action in between all of those small business ventures and markets I did before into the time when I really took it seriously is that before I'd always had like one foot in and one foot out and I was waiting until I'm going to get more sales before I will be spending more time on my business. But I didn't realize that to have more sales at first, I have to spend more time in my business. And I already kind of touched on it in the first point where I was talking about the mindset. But what I really want to get at here is that it's a one thing to realize something and know something and completely other to put it in action. So what I did, I really wanted to make sure I kept myself accountable. So I actually created, uh, printed out a 30-day calendar from Canva or Google or whatever. And I would write on every single day what I would do for my shop. I knew that I had to add many listings as a new shop, which is one of the things that really helped me to boost that algorithm because Etsy themselves even say that they prioritize new listings in Etsy search. And I think a lot of new Etsy sellers, which they are not realizing is if you are entering specific niche in a market, you are competing with a sellers that are already selling in that category. So if you're competing with somebody who has like 80 listings in their shops, you can't have eight listings in your shop and think that your shop is going to rank higher than their shop. It's just not possible, right? So I knew that I had to, I kind of looked at other shops in my niche and I told myself that okay, I'm not going to expect the results until I get better and until I take my shop really seriously and start adding more and more listings. And I know you might be thinking that, oh my gosh, I can't have this many products. How can I have 80 products in my shop? That's too much, right? But the thing is, on Etsy, you don't have to have a new product 
to create every new listing. You can have several listings for one product. For example, let's say you sell t-shirts and you have blue, red, orange, white, black. You'd want to create new listing for each of those product variations and then test out different keywords for each of those listings and, of course, a different first cover photo. So you give yourself opportunity to rank higher for more people discover your shop and listings and you're giving Etsy's algorithm what it wants, right? So on that 30-day plan that I had, I knew, okay, I have to add new listing to my shop. Then I would have, for example, a Sunday where I would have, okay, I'm going to take a bunch of photos for my shop. Then I would have Okay, on Wednesday, I'm going to spend one hour doing keyword research. So I really made this very actionable plan in a specific days where I filled in what exactly am I going to be doing? And I understood that until I do all of this, I should not be expecting any results and keep refreshing how many sales I got because I haven't done the work yet. And another thing that it really helped me with having this plan and showing up every day, crossing it off that list, is that it gave me something to work towards compared to just wondering, oh, what should I do next? What should I fix now? Why is it not working? Because when you list down all the things you need to work on, there is just so many variables that affect whether you are getting sales or not. I just want to say, I got my first sale on a day seven and I was getting sales ever since after that, every single day. And now I don't want to say this, that, you know, this is something that you should expect for your store because you can see that I have put a lot of thought and lessons and learning and experience and strategy behind it. And I was really strategic about what products I was selling. But it is definitely possible if you commit yourself to it and focus on your actions instead of just expecting the results. It makes it so much more easier because you don't get discouraged so much when you keep going and think that you still didn't got sales, still didn't got sales, because you know you haven't done the work yet. But if you're not tracking it, then you don't know what you really did and what you didn't, right? So make sure you're not going to fall into that trap like I did in the beginning that I thought that I was constantly working on my business, but really I was just busy doing things that didn't really matter. All right, let's summarize today's episode into some actionable takeaways as we always do in the end. Number One, if you want to get organic sales from Etsy search, don't try to be a small fish in a big ocean by replicating what you see best-selling shops doing, but instead find a gap in the market and be a big fish in a small pond. Number two, Don't try your mindset to trick you that you are constantly working in your shop and not seeing results. Instead, write a plan and a strategy that you can follow so you can focus on your 
action and on things that actually matter. Number three, create a calendar to keep yourself accountable so you can cross off the action that you are putting in and focus on your own progress instead of expecting the results to come. I promise if you focus on your action and progress, you will see those results. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If this episode resonated with you or helped you in any way, please share it with your fellow small business owners by taking a screenshot and posting it on Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me at Small Biz Babes Community so we can connect and support each other. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you're hungry for more, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Small Biz Babes Community for daily small business tips and inspiration. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.